seemed to run straight at him, and all of a sudden, he was on his back. Oh, my goodness gracious me. What has he done, Dave? And welcome to the Professor and Barney podcast featuring Nick and Tom. And we have a cracking special episode for you today because, as you may have guessed by me doing the intro, the professor's not here. He claims to be sick, um, but luckily we've subbed in St. Augustine's favourite son. Um, so I'll start with you first off. Uh, welcome, uh, Nathan Brooksy Brooks, back to the podcast. Thanks for Ooh. having us, guys. Been on the pine, waiting for this moment for weeks or months, uh, and I am ready to go. Thanks for having me. You know what? You've stayed fresh and you've been rewarded, mate. Uh, and yeah. uh, as always, uh, hello, uh, the man in New Zealand they call the third Finn brother. Hello, Nick. Rado, how yep. are you, mate? Oh, yeah, I've been upgraded. Um, yeah, great. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm here. We've just come out of lockdown. Big news in New Zealand is that uh, there's a company looking to get the Russian vaccine into New Zealand. So, oh, good. That's what that's what's happening. So, um, I, I can't I can't wait for it because the good thing about a Russian vaccine is not only it'll cure COVID, but everyone can run. Uh, 100 meters in four seconds as well. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's going to be you great. S- sit out a couple of Olympics, I believe, though, after you take it. <laughs> so, no, yeah. No good. And uh, finally, welcome to a man who is not only now podcasting royalty, but actual royalty uh, of the Watson mm. Bay Tuxedos, Tommy Tuxedo Erskine. How are you, mate? Uh, good, thank you, Barney. Uh, mate, you know what? Being back here, being back at Fox, like everybody's sort of. Uh, uh, when I walked in today, and obviously James not being here, not being in the office. Holy shit, everybody's in a good mood. They are, oh, isn't I it? I mean, yeah. there's no restrictions on the vending machines. <laughs> People are smiling. Yeah. People are talking to each yeah. other. I think, I don't know, it's a weight off everybody's shoulders that James is not in there's, the office today. There's even, there's even more stationery. I've noticed that from a New Zealand. So the stationery is full to the broom. Stationery cupboard's full to the broom. Yeah, you've never met a man with more ballpoint pens than James. So I mean, it's a it's a, it's a good day. Today's a good day. It yeah. is a good day. But what are you? What have you been up to this week? What artisan craft have you been getting into, mate? Uh, you know what? In this in this dark time where everybody's kind of sort of at each other's throats, people are in in uh, uh, sort of going at each other, whether it be on social media or, or at the traffic lights. Uh, I, I'm I've started a mediation company. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, so it's mm. conflict mediation. Um, so you're at the traffic lights, so when the guy washing the windscreens gets in arguments with yeah. folks over not giving him a cigarette, exactly. you're there to mediate. Exactly, um, and and my company's called you ne- Neither of You Are Right, I Am, uh, which is, <laughs> which is it's, I mean, everybody, every, I've got a queue outside. Mm. It's like it's like I'm running a Centrelink out of my house. But, um, yeah, no, we've got yeah. everybody wants a bit of mediation. Yeah, We do everything. Mate, is there is there a Centrelink in Watson's Bay? I think that would look rather odd. <laughs> no, no, no. Pretty no. quiet if it is. No, the Centrelink <laughs> yeah. that most people have is just the one where they just join their Hermes bracelet to their Rolex. Uh, just yeah. the, it's, it's more um, of a Pandora situation. A pa- yeah, it's exactly. It's just trinkets. We do trinkets. Yeah, but uh, Centrelink has another meaning. Exactly. Right? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, before we get into it, boys, um, for those people tuning in on uh, on both KO or our Facebook feed, they'll notice we are dressed a little different today. We are, we're mm. jerseyed up, um, supporting mm. Jersey Day, which is this Friday, September 4, um, supporting uh, donate life. Um, they're asking schools and workplaces to let people wear their favourite sporting team jersey, or even if it's not your favourite mm. team, wear it uh, to school or work to start the conversation about organ donation. Now, going around, we mm. all look very good. Let's start with you, Nick. What's what's the jersey you've got on there, bud? Uh, so this is the Oi Oi Treacle Five-A-Side football team that uh, <laughs> I... You follow? I, um, <laughs> I follow, yeah, yeah. I'm the only fan that they have, but boy, I'm there every night, uh, every day with my, my signs, and it's great. And um, listen, it's a huge, it's a big big cause that we're supporting here. Like, uh, I feel like the churches, they need their organs. Um, and if you've got them out there, let's, let's donate them as best as we can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, he's 100% right. Behold the Lamb of God with, an, with a keyboard is just not quite the same, if you ask me. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on from that. It is a good cause and it's not. It's about internal organ donation, just to be clear. Uh, but uh, oh, yeah, that's good too. <laughs> um, well, obviously, as I mentioned, my new, my new business venture before, mediation. So I came as my favourite... Uh, sporting 
Association, uh, the NRL referees. And don't um, you look, yes. you look, down. yes. I mean, I, I borrowed Casey Badger's jersey, which was a <laughs> which was a big which was a big problem because this looks more like a rashy than a jersey. But uh, uh, pins Have my you colour. Those and sleeves yes, up, Tommy. Yes, yeah. I mean, the the buyers were. My, I was getting pins and needles in the hands because the, the sleeves were a bit tight. <laughs> Brooksy thought it was a pirate ship. He said, "There's a cannon on each side." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I should open up a reptile zoo. I'm a bloody snake handler. Look at these bad boys. <laughs> and and Brooksy, what about you? What I've uh, got the inaugural. Auckland Warriors jersey from 1995. Oh, wow. Yeah. With, with Bloodstain. With yes. Bloodstain. Yes, there is a um, – I think it's Brandy's Blood. Yeah. From, wow. Perfect. At an inaugural game against the Broncos. So, yeah, nice. yeah one for the archives. One for the archives. And even the, sports. the sponsor as well, DB Bitters, that's a great one because that was the original one before they had Lemon Lime. And um, that was <laughs> – <laughs> oh, no. that was their first, Are they still kicking out in New Zealand, DB Bitter? Yeah, can you get a DB no, or is D- that going the way of tooth? <laughs> no, no, DB, you can get DB drafts, you can get Ooh. a DB export, but the DB Bitters, I think that's, you can't, yeah, that, that's that's alongside, Stay, it went down with Stacey Jones, I think. That's oh, when no. that went down. Right. Oh. So, mm, he got the mm. last of them. <laughs> what, and, about, uh, what about you, Barney? I, I am wearing the classic, um, the classic Canberra milk uh, jersey, not Up because I'm a fan mm. of the Canberra Raiders, but I'm a fan of video stores. And yep. uh, yeah. that is the <laughs> Video Easy sponsor on the sleeve. So yep. when you, so did you get that jersey for free when you took back Miss Congeniality 2 on time? <laughs> Mate, I have never taken a video back on time. <laughs> All right, yeah. that's probably enough faffing around. Uh, I... I I picture the professor listening to this going, boys, get to the point, get to the point. We'd and, be like uh, this, yeah. boys, get to the point, get to the point. Yeah, he's know. lost his voice. He has lost his voice. Yeah. It, um, well, I should say it's not the Rona. Uh, he's fine, so don't worry about mm. that. But, mm. uh, yeah, hopefully he'll uh, he'll be well soon. And, look, but, we do encourage people to get involved on socials here. Um, let us know what you're thinking, all that sort of stuff. So maybe if you're out there and you're thinking, God, I hope the professor gets well soon, why not uh, mm. at Professor J. Roch on both uh, Twitter and Instagram or Narrow Water Sports on Facebook. Why not send him a message, a get well soon message or a harden, harden up? Yeah, I reckon send your favourite cement milkshake recipe uh, and <laughs> yeah. maybe we can pass along to James and he can put it in his bloody Thermomix and we can we can get him be- yeah. back on the back on the pod. Yeah. yeah. Or, or not. Brooks, <laughs> or not. Yeah, or not. You know what? Maybe Actually, don't get well soon. Yeah, seriously. Oh, I right. hope he's lost his voice box. Yeah. All right. Let's get I'll, to the point. Yeah. <laughs> let's get to the point then, Nick. Um, do you want to explain mm. what this podcast is all about? Oh, I'd love to. Um, so basically what we do is we take something that's happened in the week's news uh, in the realm of sports and we uh, basically go back into the annals uh, mm-hmm. of history and see if it's happened before. Um, Tommy, I think you've got something that's happened this week that we're going to um, dive dive deep into. Yeah. yeah. What, what is the topic, Tommy? So, guys, obviously in the light of essentially off the back of um, uh, James – not being on the podcast, uh, which has been—it's taken the sports, <laughs> taken the sports world by storm. Mm, um, yeah. Is it storm or store? Storm. storm. I'm pretty sure it's by storm. I've never, I've never known anyone <laughs> to take anything by store. Let's look, uh, guys. Let's storm. let's grab this stuff and store know. it somewhere. I've always just said, yeah, it. yeah uh, definitely storm. Let's just. How much was that education again, mate? Um, <laughs> quite clearly, too much. Wait until I read the review. We can all have a real laugh. Didn't cover. Um, <laughs> They didn't cover idioms in your English degree? No, and I also did it at yeah. university. So I majored in English, which is such a <laughs> loser degree. <clears throat> um, but I walked around in Birkenstock, so, I mean, I look like a poet. Um, <laughs> but uh, so in the light of essentially what we're doing today is, is obviously we've got Brooksy in as a, as a super sub for James. Yes. Uh, yes. Some would yes. say a better player even. I yep. mean, not yep. me, but... Mm. Um, but, yeah, what we're doing is we're, we're looking at back in, in the sports history and when substitutes sort of the incumbent came in and took over and, and never let up the position. So, yeah. I mm. mean, we're hoping we're hoping the Guernsey well and truly remains on Brooksy's shoulders. So, well, uh, yeah, mm. it's about super subs. Super sub performance. All right, um, before we do that, we do like people to get involved, as I said. Um, mm. And to do that, we like people to leave a five-star review. Mm. And, uh, Tommy, we usually read one at the top here. Uh, have you got one for this week? And uh, for all fans of good reading, strap yourselves in because it's time for Tommy to read the review. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, this one's called <laughs> Mediocrity. Uh, it was by Henry4363. <laughs> that might be his postcard. 
Mm, Queensland. Yeah. Uh, and it was Wednesday. Uh, the word nice. mediocre is an excellent way of describing this podcast. Whether you're looking for a way to pass time or instead, or, or interested <laughs> no. in a bunch of blokes throwing stats about sport about the sporting world, this podcast is for you. Disclaimer: This podcast is nothing special, just a good filler for when you get through your other podcasts. Ooh, right. thank you, Henry. Five star, five, five stars. star though. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm. Thank you very much, uh, yeah, Henry. Four three six. Well three. read, well read, Tommy. There was only one one yeah. real mistake yeah. in there. That... Uh, interested. That's mm. great. Mm. <laughs> It's a tough word. It mate. is a tough one. There's yeah. so many f- different Interest. letters. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I have to clap my way through that one. Interested. <laughs> <laughs> I think I missed one still. Tommy, when he read it, when he read out in class, Tommy, did you when you were doing the syllables? Did you yeah. think that the rest of the class were just applauding? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was just clapping. Well, no one's going to clap, mate. I'm going to clap myself. <laughs> All right. Um, well, time to get into it. The super subs. I'll uh, I'll lead us off if you don't mind, gentlemen. Oh, Everyone happy with that? Hitter. Why not? Right lead off hitter, as Harper. we usually do. Um, my super sub. I've got one super sub uh, this week. Is a, a Norwegian footballer by the name of Olai Olai Gunnar Solskjaer. Right? I knew <laughs> Didn't I was that, that reading up. was contagious. It's <laughs> <laughs> just bad, bad pronunciation. <laughs> um, so he's the current manager of uh, Manchester United uh, Football Club. Uh, you can see him there if you're watching on KR Facebook uh, as the manager. Yeah. But his history starts at Manchester United um, with him as a player between 96 and 2007. Uh, he played for them and he got a reputation as the super sub. Um, he had a knack of coming on late and scoring goals. That was his thing. He was a forward. Um, so he'd basically sit on the sit on the bench for 70 to 80 minutes, come on, score some goals and uh, get them over the line. And uh, on that reputation, I, I re- he had a quote here. He said, I had to think about my, I had to think about myself, how I can do the most damage for the opposition if I come on. I sat there and I studied football games, but I didn't exactly analyze their strikers. Instead, I would pay attention to what the defenders and fullbacks were doing wrong. So he'd just sit there. He wouldn't watch the whole game. He'd just sit and watch the defenders. He'd go, they're, they're the guys that are going to be after me. What are they doing wrong? What are their weaknesses? I genuinely don't reckon that's a, a very revolutionary way of looking at it, being a striker, right? Surely most strikers look at I what the defenders mm. do. Right? Well, mate, it's good advice because he was very good at it. <laughs> I don't know if you know. you don't want to look at the other strikers and go, oh, God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> or, or watch your defenders <laughs> bumping the ball around yeah, the back. Exactly. Just sitting there, good work, yeah. boy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. these guys are like, cool. these yeah. guys are really good. Yeah, well, no, yeah but like you can also you, you can also see why he never made it as a first team player because he should have been concentrating on the strikers and seeing what they were doing right to get on the field in the first place. <laughs> yeah, well, there is that. But he was very good as as the substitute. Um, for example, um, there was a game in uh, February of 1999. Man U were playing Nottingham Forest. Now uh, the game was going very well for Man U, and in the 72nd minute, Man U are leading 4-1, right? Um, mm. uh, Dwight York and Andy Cole have both got two goals, so they're both they're both up there going, oh, I can get a hat-trick here. This is, this is good. Mm. This is a good day for us. Um, instead, Sir Alex Ferguson goes, York, you've had enough, son. Come off. Come off. Rest your legs. Ole, jump on, mate. So York's probably thinking, damn, Andy Cole's going to get the hat-trick. He'll get all the glory. Didn't happen. Right. I Andy think Cole- Dwight was thinking, damn, oh, now I have to go to Sydney FC. <laughs> Five years. To one. <laughs> yeah. This won't happen oh, in Sydney FC. <laughs> yeah. I'll get to play as many uh, minutes as I want. Exactly. And the reason why those guys scored two goals as well, because they were just playing like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer wasn't watching. <laughs> <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's the key to a good performance. Well, this is – so what happens is he comes on in the 72nd minute. So um, York York's dragged. Cole doesn't get his hat trick. Uh, instead – uh, Solskjaer gets his hat trick in the he scored what? in the 80th minute, the 88th oh, minute, what? and the 90th minute. Oh my! So he got, gets his hat trick, and then went, "Why not? It's the first minute of injury time. Why not get four goals? Boom, qu- boom, four wow. goals! Wow! He so they win eight one. He finishes with four of them, and that's uh, insane. That's, hence why he was, and hence why you just watch the defenders, see what they're doing wrong. He knew everything. Yep. <laughs> he knew at least four things they were doing wrong that day. Um, but his greatest super sub moment came, uh, and Nick, you'll probably remember this, the 1999 yes. UEFA Champions Cup final. Mm. Um, yes. Man U uh, playing Bayern Munich, uh, the, the finals in Barcelona. Um, so in the mm. sixth minute, uh, 
Bayern score through uh, Mario Basler. Uh, so they have a 1-0 lead from the six minute. And that, that lasts all through the first half and through most of the second half. Um, in the 67th minute, um, Sir Alex Ferguson goes, you know what, we need more We need more attack here. So he pulls um, his uh, Jesper Blomqvist off, who was a midfielder. Yep. Also a part-time uh, downhill skier. Oh, yes. Mm. I thought he was yeah, a well, florist. Mm. <laughs> Blom- yeah. Blomquist. Yeah, Blomquist. Blomquist. He sounds like every ice hockey player. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just watches the strikers, yeah. the snipers. He's yeah. a big, uh, exactly. Sounds like a Russian hero quest. Yeah, well. exactly. <laughs> so Jesper, Jesper gets benched. Jesper gets benched and he doesn't throw Ole on at this point. He says, no. Nah, this is this is time for Teddy Sheridan. He going oh, Teddy, yeah. get up there, get up the front. We need more oomph up front. Um, mm. That fourteen minutes, no luck. So we're in the eighty-first mm. minute. He goes, you know what, Andy Cole, you again, son, off right now. Ole, yeah. you're on. So Ole goes on. It's a tense nine minutes that follows. Right, the ninetieth minute comes around. The board comes up. We've got three minutes of extra time. Added on, and then now, courtesy of our mate, uh, our mate and producer Johnny Clegg, who made a made a, a short film about this uh, many years ago because he's a dirty <laughs> mank. Um, <laughs> he is. Don't. No, no, no. Is that, a, is that a bad word for uh, man, uh, a person from Manchester? Man, no, they're just manks. That's, it's not a bad word. It's just what it is. Dirty is the bad word. <laughs> dirty, <laughs> dirty mate. I mean, that guy's been showered in about four years. Mm. But anyway, yeah. uh, let's have a look at this uh, this little piece. And the voice you'll hear here is uh, is Ole talking about um, talking about uh, the moment. Have a listen to this. In the 91st minute, Sheringham drew the English side level. With Bayern still in shock, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer delivered the defining goal of his career. We more or less never practice uh, set pieces at Man United. Teddy makes a good movement, gets his head on the ball, my man marker just loses the track of me and then you're lucky to put that ball in the net. So there it is, Ole. That night was just one way looking at Ole scores the winning goal. uh, Scores the winning goal in the was that the ninety second minute of uh, of play. There's basically just time for them to kick off and. Full-time whistle goes. They've gone from uh, when uh, when extraordinary time finishes, they're down 1-0. Within three mm. minutes, they've won 2-1, and their two substitutes are the ones that scored the goals. Oh, my that's God. Great. Like, that is just it. That, the reflexes on that goal, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, I don't know if it came off the guy's head or it missed his, the guy went up for the header, missed his head, but it literally yeah. just stuck his boot out and it was like the perfect ricochet. No, so that does hit yeah. So that does hit the guy's head, but that guy is Teddy Sheringham who'd scored the first mm. goal. So he's the other sub. So yeah. the first goal yeah. is just Teddy Sheringham on his own, like nice little drive yeah, to the yeah. bottom left. Yep. And then... Mm. Uh, Old not tall enough Teddy. Yeah. Couldn't not, get his head <laughs> And then, yeah, his header, his header looks like it's going across the face. Ole's going, oh, i got this, boys. Just I'm the super sub in. for a reason. Boom, foot yeah. to it. And he even says there, he goes, oh, nine times out of ten, that goes over the top. But uh, that was my lucky day. How like, are you I love it. I love How the, the modesty. And so, yes, he gets my vote as uh, Ole Gunnar, Gunnar Solskjaer is uh, is my super sub. Uh, also, side note, yeah. he also looks identical to the dirt, and someone will probably know his name, the guy who plays uh, Gollum. Or the, the you know the Tim guy. from the office. My precious, you know the Andy Circus. Yeah, he looks like him. Andy I reckon Circus. he looks yeah, but without the ping pong balls. <laughs> oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. without the motion balls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the motion let's hope balls. I thought yeah. you went on holiday to Thailand for a second. Oh, yeah, I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> I got confused. Yeah. All right, well that's me done. Um, who would like to go next? That's me, no? Tommy, you want to yeah. go? I mean. So, guys, as we all know, we're all big American sports fans here, um, mm. and American footballs is my, the the top of the tree for me. Mm. Uh, Eight days. What's it the bottom again? of the tree for you? Uh, NHL hockey. Uh, really? I could never skate, Mate, so I can't, our, I can't sympathise with them. That's all our Canadian listeners turning um, on right now. Yeah, mm. yeah, no, no, no. I mean, Canada's a beautiful place, and I love syrup on everything. <laughs> but, but uh, NHL, I couldn't get it. Go Chicago Blackhawks, but. I mean, side note. Um, <coughs> but we're talking, this is a bit before my time, but 
it it's something of folklore that is you you, you there's documentaries on it there's you you hear stories about how competitive uh this sort of this this sort of substitution and rivalry it's more of a rivalry but then it, it eventuated in a in a substitution that that was irreversible but we're, we're talking the joe montana <laughs> that's how substitutes work Tommy. <laughs> yeah. I don't no, but i'm talking about like just... his whole career lying <laughs> Oh, so, so oh, this way oh, you pick on the rudimental, <laughs> rudimentary li- reader. Yeah, I get it. Whatever. Um, but I'm talking about Joe Montana and Steve Young of the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. Um, and it, 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 they obviously in that in that sort of late 80s, early 90s, the 49ers were the team to beat. They were the yeah, yeah, exactly. The the Rice Montana combination is unbelievable. As you can see here in the photos, this is like these are. These are moments that they shared together. That's when Montana got injured and then Young had his chance and, and it went back and forth for a long time and they were they were kind of – the coach was like, I could put both these guys in. They're both MVPs pretty much. So, mm. And then that final picture is obviously what happens at the end when when uh, Montana gets traded to the Kansas City Chiefs and they're all s- also still competing when they're, they're, when they're, when Kevin, they're old. Kevin uh, Costner in yeah. the background. Exactly. There's Kevin Costner. Um, <laughs> so uh, tell the story, Tom. And Ole Gunnar just... Solskjaer. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the story goes that – it was it was the they, they they drafted Steve Young to the Niners and Montana was obviously the 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 man man around town and he was winning Super Bowls and MVPs like they're going out of I think he won four in six years I believe it was four yep. he, he was he was a freak anyway as he said he had the Jerry Rice connection probably the greatest wide receiver of all time um, and he they got this they got this Steve Young bloke in and and everybody thought he was an absolute nobody like. He went to Tampa Bay. They didn't like him. He ended up going to the USFL and playing and the CFL. He played for he played for the LA Express, I believe they were called. Uh, wow, which is uh, one of the good teams. Yeah, arena football. He, yeah, yeah. It's so still got to be around somewhere, right? <laughs> I mean, he almost got a gig with lingerie football, and that I would have watched because um, he had a good rig, old yeah. old uh, old youngie. Um, <laughs> young rig, young old rig, young, uh, young <laughs> um, young rig. old youngie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's that? I didn't. I missed that in English. What are they? called uh, uh a i'm a moron yes Oxy. there we go um and then got picked up by the san francisco 49ers and this was very much like a yeah this was your last lifeline sort of thing they didn't they didn't know if they were gonna in 87 they brought him in and they were like you're pretty much gonna be montana's backup and see what happens but it, it, at that same time the three backup quarterbacks were steve young steve bono and steve deberg so it was joe montana backed up by three steves um mm. and and they just thought this guy's he's just gonna ride the pine he's just gonna sit there he's gonna do nothing and he was for three years he was montana's backup and in those three years the 49ers had an absolute like that they created a somewhat of a dynasty for themselves yeah. um and then in the 91 season montana had a serious uh, sorry 1991 season montana had a serious elbow injury uh, in the uh, 1990 nfc game uh and he was he was gone and this 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 elbow injury kept him out for better part of pretty much 2 years Wow. And it, 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 I mean, I, yeah, it's like a, it's like a, a, a pitcher's injury. Your like arm's so important. Of, as a well, exactly, mm-hmm. and it, well, yeah, obviously yeah. it's on his throwing arm. And he he I was hoping I mean, that was the yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, I had to double otherwise check. Otherwise, he's just called a professor. Again, um, otherwise, yeah, exactly, he's great. Otherwise, That's he's got no excuse. Well, it's important <laughs> where you're pointing, you know. You can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Montana's like, oh, well, you got two funny bones. Uh, like, what am I meant to do? Um, and that that '91 season proved to be the first season where the the 49ers missed the playoffs. So they went from a 14 and mm. two record. To a ten and six record, and normally these days, if you win ten games, yep. you're gonna make the playoffs. Obviously, a stacked year. They missed the playoffs for the first time um, in a what in a, in, oh, in ten seasons. So it was that it is was, crazy. It was a big it was a big mm. drop off, and 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 Young played well. Like he had the best passer rating out of all quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, he Good threw stat. for. 
17 touchdowns, only nine interceptions. Uh, in, How many of those were pick sixes, Tommy? Uh, don't know. Tommy. Um, but he threw for 2,517 yards in that. And he only played he only played half a season. So it was one of those ones where it was kind of – he got a small taste of it without actually ever jumping into the into – the, the fire. The fire. But what is interesting is the next season, Montana's elbow still no good. So start of the '92 season, young quarterback's elbow. Got the Scott. Yeah, exactly. He's got the starting job, and he goes berserk. He oh, really? goes. He go. He, he, he like in a good way or just angry. Angry. in a great yeah. way, <laughs> just tearing shit up. He, in the <laughs> 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 I didn't want to be a starter. Yeah, exactly. He's picking yeah. like the sticker off his helmet. He went nuts. Um, <laughs> I came here to ride the bench. <laughs> he completely lost it. Do you see what happened to the other bloke's elbow? <laughs> exactly. I don't want that happening to me. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he went. They had a win over the Washington football team where he threw for he threw for two hundred. <laughs> that classic name. Well, I can't. I, you know me. Um, yeah. say, um, uh, and he threw for two hundred and twenty-seven yards, two touchdowns, and he rushed for one hundred and seventy-three yards himself. And it's only the second wow. time a Forty Nineers quarterback has rushed for over hundred yards in a game. And he mm. wasn't the most nimble dude. That's a good stat. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I can't, don't know the name of the only other quarterback, but it wasn't Montana. Who had who had rushed for that that amount? But I, I remember reading it. But it wasn't. So maybe one, maybe one if he'd rushed more, he wouldn't have a sore <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and he ended up winning that season. Uh, he he ended up winning the MVP of the of the season that ninety two season. And it was it was this weird one because all he was was a place filler till Montana was healthy again. Mm. But then you put a guy in and he goes and wins the MVP. You're like, uh, what do we do? What do we do? It's an embarrassment uh, of riches. Exactly. Um, and he got his first selection in the Pro Bowl. The 93 season comes around and Montana's he's back to he's back to full fitness. Oh. And they have this this position where they're like, oh god, what like what do we do? We've got probably the arguably the greatest quarterback of all time with the greatest quarterback right now. Um, and and they, they ended up sort of splitting it. And they started off with Young and then Montana came and played a few games because the owner of the 49ers was like, we, you need to play Montana. He's our big cash cut. Like he's, yeah. he's, you know what I mean. He's the, what everybody, everybody comes to to Candlestick to watch to watch Montana throw to Rice. So you got to put him in. It went in. They lost four four straight. So oh, wow. they put Young back in, and then eventually, you know what they should have done, right? If he's the if he's the home team like attraction, just get him uh, to play yes. the home. Yeah, exactly. Games. Yeah, home right. Exactly. Road guy, yeah. home guy. I wonder if that would ever work in a in a in a professional. I, I doubt it. I, people wouldn't put their careers on the line. <laughs> <I'm> something <laughs> trivial. Like what that. are you? Prefer- yeah. oh, starting quarterback gonna, on the road. I'm going to play. Call them <laughs> A to K's on the home games and the elder Z's away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like can call the them. Pages. <laughs> You could call them the divorced quarterbacks. <laughs> and, uh, they only play exactly. every second weekend. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll quarterback every second yeah. weekend. You, yeah, and yeah. I'll see the kids on Thursday. By the kids, I mean the offensive line and yeah. the running backs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they, 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 they made it deep into the playoffs in 93. 94 came around and he won MVP again. Oh. And they won the Super Bowl. So, which one's wow. he? Steve Young. Steve Young. He, Steve Young got all the snaps and he won MVP. And 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 uh, uh, Montana's wow. just like, what are we? What am I doing? Like, why am I just sitting? Like, I was this guy with a decorated career, and I'm now mm. sitting on the bench. They eventually, in that year, they they trade him to the Kansas City Chiefs, where he sort of peters out very quietly and do, doesn't do a whole heap. Mm. Um, but I mean, Steve Young and Peter, the other quarterback. Yeah, so Joe Montana just sort of faded out into the the abyss, and then, uh, but he still obviously left a legacy behind that is un, uh, it, to, in my opinion, yeah. unparalleled. But I uh, most people still think of him as a forty nine and not so much a not, chief, not a chief, definitely no. not. Mm. Um, but I mean, it's just as you said, it's a well, like a what was it? What do you say? Like a wealth of riches? Is that what you an mean? embarrassment? Like, of embarrassment riches. of riches? Yeah, they mm. just had like you know some people are embarrassed about how rich they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd hate to be those people. Um, and then, oh, stop it! <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Um, but yeah, I mean, you have a team where you have two, arguably two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Playing 
saying for at the same time, it's kind of like if they were born in another era that you could have had you could have had two absolute belters. But yeah, how, yeah. Did, how did Young go once once Montana had gone to the Chiefs? Did he? Oh, they went oh. on a run of they went on a run of playoffs and Super Bowl. Oh, like, good. They, they they killed it. Because I was wondering, is it it was part of the motivation? Like when you've got yeah. Joe Montana that you're trying to keep out, that's a fairly high bar you've got to maintain. Yeah, I mean, he 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 won the most valuable player again. He won MVP honors in the in the Super Bowl. He was mm. um yeah, NFL player of the year, NFL offensive player like so he just So what you're saying is he, he was still pretty good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but yeah, do you that's think Pardon? Sorry, sorry to interrupt. So, do you think that Montana, where he went wrong, is when he got sidetracked from football and was on Ace Ventura Pet Detective? <laughs> do you think that's when it all fell apart? You know what? I, there's a part of this research that suggests that that is where where it fell apart. Wow. Um, yeah. Wasn't that yeah. Dan Marino on Ace? Yeah, I think it was. Actually. <laughs> But that oh, Montana audition. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah. He came so, and he got knocked. Out. He got knocked yeah. out. He was on the bench again. Yeah, second um, string again. Yeah. This is bullshit. No, yeah, exactly. And no, that's yeah. what I mean. It was like mentally, it just it got him. That like, oh god, now, Steve Young now Moreno. Like, what can are I, we doing? Can I do a part yeah. cable guy maybe? Today? Yeah, exactly. So I mean, a, a Verizon, he got a job with Verizon later on, and I liked how well loved he was around America, particularly in the state of Montana, where they named a town mm. Joe. Joe, they named him. Oh, really? Joe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's got his own bison yard in yes. that town of Joe. So this farmer created like they were, it was like a bison breeding ground, and they uh, they named the uh, they named a whole bunch of bison after him, yeah. and and, and all they weirdly called them the Merinos. Yeah, the Merinos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they make, they make Merino jumpers. Uh, bad elbows. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the um, joints on them are bad. Oh, um, yeah, but yeah, you should see these bison throw a football. It's insane. But yeah, that's my substitute story. Steve Young replacing right. arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, Tom Brady is now in the argument, but yeah. the, the benchmark mm. until Tom Brady came around was Joe Montana, and he never gave his job back. Great. So much so mm. that he got traded to a team and sort of faded off into oblivion. Well, it happened with Tom Brady at New England with Drew Bledsoe. Exactly. It's happening. It happened in Green Bay with um, Brett Favre and Favre. Aaron A-Rod, A-A-Rod. Uh, yeah. And now it might be happening to him. With Jordan Love. Love. So, so, I mean, it's a the thing. quarterback position yeah. in the NFL, it's like you got to keep looking you, over your shoulder. shoulder. You know what? You know what else, Brooksy? Yeah. Could be happening to James and Professor Rochford today. <laughs> oh, yes. Depending yes. on how you go, because uh, you're up next, mate. Well, it's funny. Sorry, one more thing. Yes. He just said, you know, you said you got to keep looking over your shoulder. He yeah. said that Montana was quoted in saying. Is that how he hurt his elbow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he bumped it on the, oh, God. Um, and he goes, <laughs> you, 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 have, you have everybody trying to take your job. Yes, it's on the same team. Yes, it's full of individual efforts. But you got to basically make sure they stay behind you. Oh. And he was like, the game is not when you stand on the sideline in your uniform. The game is when you wear your uniform on the field. Mm-hmm. So he was like, he, he spent his whole time, like those years, looking over his shoulder, yeah. knowing that he had like, three crackers Sounds behind him. Sounds a lot like the professor. <laughs> it does. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Shaking in his boots. Brooksy, it's, I don't want to build it up too no, much, it's all right. but this is, this is your chance, mate. Been um, waiting all year for this moment. Well, here, here we, we go. go. Your mum's listening. <laughs> mum's <laughs> Lise, how you doing? This one's for you. Lise, um, pickles are on the way. Pickles well, are on the way. <laughs> so I'm going to stay north of the border wall as well with Tommy. Um, and I'm going to talk about a basketballer here. So going to the NBA, the National Basketball Association. Right. A gentleman mm. called Lou Williams, a.k.a. Sweet Lou, Lou Will, Lemon Pepper Lou. She's or the nicknames. underground goat. The underground goat. My yeah. favourite one was Porter, though. Porter, Porter Lou. Porter, Porter Lou. Lou. Yeah, my favourite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Potty. Uh, Potty yeah. Lou. He goes anti-clockwise exactly. in the Northern Hemisphere. Exactly. <laughs> um, so... Sweet Lou was born in Memphis, Tennessee in October 1986. I've been on the pod before yep. and generally do like a fun facts about the area oh, that you we do. talk about. So uh, I've got yes. a few fun facts yes. about we Memphis, go. Tennessee. Oh. I've got another nickname for him, by the way. Anybody's a Grinch yep. fan out there, Cindy Lou Who. <laughs> 
Belter. She should have won an Oscar. Her performance was unbelievable. Keep dropping in. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm done now, but that, the, I need that one had to come out. Segment. Yeah. So <laughs> Memphis, we know it's in Tennessee. It's on the Mississippi River. Correct. Um, some famous people from Memphis, Tennessee. Ooh. Not just Lou. Sweet Lou Williams or yep. Lemon Pepper Lou. We've got Justin Timberlake, Morgan Freeman, Aretha Franklin. Oh. And another NBA player, Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway. And Anthony. Yeah. Who's now coaching the University of Memphis. Ah, there we go. What goes is, on in is, Memphis, is Elvis Memphis. from Memphis? Oh, I think he did a bit of recording in Memphis I'll at Graceland. Think, yeah, I was just yeah. thinking of um, that that. That Mark Conn song. Walking yeah, in Walking, Walking in Memphis. Memphis. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's a great. And Beale Street. Yeah. Yeah. Like the poor man's Bourbon Street. Oh, it's actually good. I've been to Memphis. It's it's, it's cracking. cracking town, huh? Yeah. And it is the pork barbecue capital of the world. Some great barbecue there. Get some pork in your fork. Which, which could come back in this story. With oh, here we go. Foreshadowing. So, so here's a quick this. career look at. Lou Williams. Yep. Uh, 14 NBA seasons at the moment. He's a current player. He's bounced around, got drafted by Philly, 45th pick overall, straight from high school. No college. Oh, really? Wow. Played with AI. Wow. As you can see, J.R. Smith over the shoulder, looking over his shoulder. He went to the Raptors, played, played with DeMarco Rosen. He was at Atlanta as well for a short season. He was at LA with the great Kobe Bryant. Uh, he was traded from LA to Houston, played with James Harden, Eric Gordon there. And then he's currently in his fourth season with the LA Clippers, with running around with Kawhi and PG, Paul Jewell. How cool. Is in he, the playoffs. Would you call him a journeyman? He is a journeyman. Having six teams on your CV is definitely a journeyman. Um, I'm sure he's trying to tick off as many as possible, but he is very happy at the Clippers now. They've got a, they've got a team that's going oh, to actually – Yeah, gun team, yeah. Yeah, put up a good challenge. Challenge for the NBA championship. He's currently averaging 18 points, three boards, six assists. Oh, that's good stats. He, he gets on the boards. He passes the ball, but Can he also polish. off the bench scores 18 points a game, which is something that he's that's been a, consistent with throughout his career, coming off the bench and putting up some points. That's a great swish rating. Yeah, I'm really happy with that. Swish. And he knows how to polish that board. That is yeah, exactly okay, mate. good. He's good. Oh, the key. Tommy. It's almost oh, as if James isn't isn't even here. It's great. No. It's <laughs> oh, no. I, I just picture him with his headphones in, listening to this. If you swap boards and assists for turnovers and fouls, then you got James. James's stats. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So that's. I actually heard if you double his, if you double it, you get the turnovers, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double yeah, it yeah. at his age. Double. Add, yeah. You add four. Times by one hundred. Yeah. And, and then marry them. Yeah. And an injury. So, <laughs> so what makes him, in my opinion, the best basketballer? <laughs> so I got that late. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Must I'll, be the delay. Of glass ankles. <laughs> um, so. Some of the big accolades for being the best or arguably the best bench player in NBA history. Oh, really? Scored the most points off the bench in NBA history. No one's done scored more. That's insane. That's, He's won the NBA sixth man of the year, which is obviously the, the best player uh, outside the starting five three times. He was runner-up twice, and he could well and truly win it for a fourth. Uh, it's like Dally M like interchange player of the year. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy Ladder. Which, um, Jazz my boy Jazz Tavunga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And our boy Nick, uh, yeah, did uh, yeah. 2018. So, yeah, yes. um, very much a, a great player off the bench. And that's why these teams have signed him and traded for him in previous years, to have that extra star gun off the bench. I was going to ask you, if you've been to six teams, do, what, at what point does it come like a – you. A, like a like, – oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what type, <laughs> uh, what time do you, you go, this guy's played for more teams than you can poke a stick at? Like, is there something wrong with him or did they just yeah. – I don't know. Did they run out of money? They didn't have enough because he was he was obviously very successful. But uh, what, like, do you look at a person that's been to six teams and you go, should we give this guy a seventh team or what? Yeah, I think, and you get a free on your seventh team. You get it for free too. Yeah. And you oh, get really? A, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you get a like a that's where, yeah, and you yeah, get a cookie. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get a cookie. But um, yeah, I think he has signed contracts, good contracts for teams, and then teams going for the championship. Okay. Made deals with him, like LA got a first round pick for him. Okay. Um, yeah. Then he was part of the um, Chris Paul trade. Parts that. 
um, the Clippers got, who yeah. have now been able to sign Kawhi and um, Paul George. So he's been someone that's been traded around and, and signed with different teams throughout the throughout his career. But yeah, I think he's been one of those, not so much a star, but that person. You know what yeah. he is? He's the wild card in Uno. <laughs> Change colours, yeah. let him go. Yeah. We're off. Is Uno that's different that. to Uno or... Uh... Yeah, that's how, how the working class pronounce yeah. it, Tommy. <laughs> anyway, so who haven't spent time just, in Spain. I just call it colourful flip cards. <laughs> yeah, Tommy calls it. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> on you go, Brooksy. Oh, it's hard working with you guys, but I love it. I love it. Oh, it is hard. So that's a, that's a good little scope of his on-court yes. success, yeah. but. When you look at him off the court, there's three stories that oh, really tell you about oh. Lemon Pepper Lou. <laughs> That's the best name. <laughs> um, now he had his so the first it's a one. rubbish filling. Yeah. Like, seriously, <laughs> man. Get Perry Perry. It's always nice. on special at Woolies in the Spice oh, Rack. Seriously, <laughs> Lemon price. Pepper. It was two fifty now dollar twenty five. Oh, no, one's no thanks. Anything these Big days. shout out to Woolies. <laughs> yeah. No worries. They're part of our... Or sh- yeah, no. Well, I could yeah. be old 0 for 2 for me. Um, yeah. Two strikes. Well, for, uh, our new, our New Zealand, uh, for our New Zealand listeners, he means countdown. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, 2011, while he's at Philly, um, he did a lot for the community. Yep. He's, uh, he loves rapping as well. Like he has been featured on tracks. He's featured on a Meek Mill track. Really? There's been shout-outs yep. on Drake. Songs about uh, oh. Lou Will. Now, how would that have come about when he was at the Raptors? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Possibly. Yeah. The great one. Meek but Mill. I don't know. Did he go to prison? He did. Point? He did. He's one of. Um, he's he's one of Philly's great rappers. Yeah. And he he's just got out of prison. Got out of prison. Recently. They 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 uh they everybody got behind. It was like a massive like yeah, cultural movement. It was like yeah. free Meek Mill, and like people were just like sportsmen were going into like press press conferences and like press hops. And they wouldn't. They'd be like, "So, what do you think about LeBron? What do you think about the game today?" And he's like, "Free McMill." And then he'd walk out. Oh wow! Uh, it became like a, wow. a trending, a trending yeah. thing. The Sixers owner got behind it. Got behind like it. A very um, social sort of. Mm. It was going on during the, I think, uh, two se- two seasons ago. Yeah. Today, um, but yeah, he he was doing a lot of charity work in the north of Philly in particular. And North Philly is sort of a, a dodgy part of the city. And he was at a barber. Um, shop with a mate and they were driving out of North Philly and one of his one of his mates, he was on the phone to his mate just going um, he, the, his mate was looking after him just going hey you're, you're good, you're good, like is everything alright he's like yeah seems cool, he was trailing him guy does a U-turn, he's like Lou Will's in the mirror looking back, he's told this story on numerous podcasts before and um, he's looking in the revision mirror, sees his guy drive um, drive off, he looks down at his phone he's playing with his phone and then gets this tap on the window, oh, and it's no. a it's a, a, a gentleman trying to rob him at gunpoint. Oh, don't you so, love the guy taps before he robs? He's like, I think he I was tapping know. with the gun. Oh, okay. I know, it was, so uh, it was like, it was, it was like, no, 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 I hope this is not a bad. You thing. know what? I I love that yeah. he's a gentleman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. A gentleman always taps before he robs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, oh, wind wind it down, wind it down. Yeah. Yeah, so Lou Will does wind down the window because oh, yeah. he was trying to placate the situation. He's like, "Oh God, like let me guess." The you know, says, "Excuse me, sir, can I bo- can I bother you for all your possessions?" So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, that that thing of Tic Tacs over there. Come <laughs> yeah, in handy. Exactly. So as he's winding down the window, he's trying. He's talking to the guy. He's like, "Look, um, you know what, what's going on? Are you okay?" Blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> like, sort of trying to get out of the situation, and the guy says, "Like, damn, Lou." Like, recognise Lou Williams, and he's like, I can't do it to you. And he, like, just stands down, and, like, Lou's talking to him, going, what's going on? He's like, I just got out of jail. My name's Meek. I don't have food. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had any food. I'm trying to to survive. So Lou, like, goes, look, there's a Woolworths, uh, Woolworths, a Macca's over there. Um, Let me buy you some Macca's. Yeah. So he goes, like, goes over. By, goes to the window to give this guy whatever Taps he on wants. The and drop the <laughs> I love a McFlurry. Ironically, yeah, robs yeah, a Macca's of all the other pies, cookies, and drives off. Yeah, all he took was the sweet and sour but he, sauce. Uh, but he turned the situation around. He flipped it. Wow. Oh, nice. That's so, great. so moving a couple of years later and getting off the robbery scene. Okay. Um, we're going to look at his relationship status, and um, it was 
Complicated. It, it was very complicated. So was, uh, yeah. around 2014. A renowned benchman there too. Yeah, he was – He, <laughs> as we saw in the last dance, um, the – the um, triangle offense was yes. quite popular with Bill oh, Jackson. Yes. Oh, God. I and um, in 2014, um, Lou Williams established his own triangle offense off the court. Yeah. Really? Um, having right. two girlfriends at the same time. Booyah. Knowing, <laughs> willingly knowing of the other partner. Oh, so oh, Ashley Henderson and Reese Mitchell. He was dating them both uh, <laughs> up until 2018. Goodness. Oh, there they are. Right. Yeah. Very so good. this was – I got this courtesy of um, TMZ. Of Which course. one's Reese? Is that, is that in uh, – is that right? Reese is left. Reese is in the black. And, and Ashley is dressed up as red. Mrs. Claus. That's correct. Um, he mm. referred to them as the brunette and the blonde. Like he was, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he it it wasn't. Can, too can I good. just say, having been married for uh, for quite a few years, women love that sort of thing. I know they and just really <laughs> love when you just refer to them by their hair colour. And I some I'm surprised that the relationship situation did end. Um, yeah. a couple of years later, they should have with moved, both. They should have was moved. it simultaneous? Or did no, no. It was like a. It was like the Bachelor. Uh, but in real life yeah. and over a four-year period. I'm telling you, if he ever got a gig at the Utah Jazz, <laughs> that relationship would have worked out. <laughs> oh, yeah, so there was an excerpt from this. <laughs> That's a very good Mormon joke. <laughs> so around the There's time. Mormon from where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fire. Well Put done. me out, Nick. Put me out. Well done. That's great. That's great. <laughs> there was an interesting quote from the Sports Illustrated piece. That um that they did on Lou Williams around that time when the first relationship ended. And he was like, while he was dating Reese, he is no longer cozying up with Ashley at the same time. Williams said he's still friendly with Ashley, but for reasons he didn't get into while speaking with Jenkins, the trio has turned into a duo. So, <laughs> how sad is that when you when Ashley. you've only got one girlfriend? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you go, yeah. oh, poor. So he stayed oh. with Ashley and got rid of old Reese's peanut butter yes. cups. Yeah. Gone. Jesus. So, yeah, two Didn't girlfriends. Did they listen to sad music together? The, the <laughs> two that were yeah. originally. When, when you're the greatest <laughs> band warm-up. Yeah. 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 I can't live in living without you. <laughs> without, without you. I didn't see them doing. Yeah, like, without you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he was Once, like, twice, hey, three he was times like, hey Ashley, do you want to do like a full Reese Witherspoon moment? And she's like, don't mention yeah. that name ever oh. again. Uh, yeah, and too please soon. don't do it with a spoon. Right. Too soon. Uh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving right along. No, I don't know where this is going. I really is this, I've is already this? mentioned two uh, unauthorised sponsors. <laughs> um, oh, I'm waiting for the barbecue stuff to come back. Yeah, well, here we go. This is... Um, let me this is it. Yes, great. Sorry, so, I forgot. All about we wanted was all pork. So it only took two stories, Nick, and we're we're back to the barbecue. Yes. So, um, great. Twenty twenty. Uh, as we know, the NBA has tried to finish their season in a bubble in Orlando, yes, Florida. Mm. Um, oh, this is a good story. Unfortunately for Lou Williams, one of his friends' uh, fathers passed away <laughs> oh. whilst uh, preparing for the bubble. Sad. So Ooh. Lou went to Atlanta, um, Georgia, to uh, for the funeral viewing, <laughs> and um, subsequently made a detour. Um, Coming back to Orlando, he attended Magic City Gentlemen's Club in Atlanta um, and unfortunately had to face a 10-day quarantine uh, when he, he came back to the bubble. Did he bump into the gentleman who tried to rob him? <laughs> yeah. Is it well, just gentlemen at this club or is this what's, it's the, what's that's, at that club? It is a gentleman's club, just a gentleman's so just club. A bunch of blokes sitting around chatting yeah. about things. Here, here, oh, it, here, it, is. Is. here it is. Here it is. Uh, Magic City, as you that can does see. does look magic. Plenty of say, oh, my God, even the lights have Saturday light up. So it's, oh. a, it's, a, uh, it's a men's only magic club. And so he got found out. Jack yeah. Harlow posted on his Instagram story. Good PPE there, you would though. never guess. At Will... Uh, Lou Will. Willville. Mm. And so he got caught out. He had to face a 10-day quarantine, but... Lou, um, what what is this gentleman's club? Because Magic City is it? it we just magic shows. What are we? What are we? Um, it is a regulation gentleman's 
so it's uh, licensed. club with um, licensed. yeah, it is licensed. Uh, it has has great chicken wings, uh, and that was uh, his main reason for attending the gentlemen's mm. club with Jack, gentleman Jack. Right? Okay, mm. and um, I yeah. heard a different story. Okay, what did you tell us? Uh, your uh, version of this. Tell yeah. me, I've got inside knowledge. Here yeah, because I was being careful. There. He went there to see a specific dancer. Are these dancers uh, at these yeah. pubs? Isn't and her they? name's Brisket. Um, oh, so we're back to the barbecue. Yeah, the barbecue. That's where barbecue came in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's uh, yeah, there's brisket and and yeah, she's she's a saucy one. Can I tell you a quick story uh, that's a little bit off topic? Sorry, but no, there's Nick. A... Okay, that's fine. Okay, uh, carry on. <laughs> Go Get for into it, mate. Go for it. So there's a there's a, a gentleman's club uh, in in Wellington in my hometown of Wellington and um, uh, it's called Mermaids Mermaids and it's a place <laughs> well, where well well can we just acknowledge that Brooksy knew exactly where you were talking about <laughs> exactly yeah no no I said it after you no 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 where do you think you got the Warwick jersey that's not blood that's lipstick <laughs> uh, was that game they played in Wellington. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so mermaids is a, a place where um, the ladies they rather than dance they swim uh, to, wow. to music and choreographed stuff. And uh, my mate that I went in with at the time, he was a swimming instructor, and um, he 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 thought that it'd be a great idea to say like to to give them points and tips on their technique. <laughs> Oh. And he offered them he offered them swimming lessons, and then everyone was laughing at him. And um, he ended up getting like a contract with the mermaid girls, and um, oh, teaching them how brilliant. to swim. What are their stage yeah. names or, or tank names? Yeah. <laughs> 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 now coming to the main tank, uh, it's, Ariel. It's sea oh, Shelley. Please welcome to the fishbowl, old Betty Backstroke. Yeah, yeah. Sea Shelley. Yeah, trouble. Sea Shelley. Sea Shelley. Um, Some know her as the sea. The problem cow. is, you know her as the manatee. <laughs> yeah. She's dressed in green kelp. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, oh that's an problem. Be, God, that the is problem. Yeah. found with it. The problem with he found with it though is that they kept forgetting the uh, choreographs because they could they could only do three seconds and then they forget the moves. <laughs> yeah, and they had to make a bit of a fish joke there. Fish joke. <laughs> Great that's a very then. good fish joke. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All um, right, is that any you, Brooksy? Sorry. I just had Sorry, one Brooksy. more quote. One more about, quote. Here we um, go. This is one more fun alleged fact. breach of the bubble. At the time, I thought I was making a responsible decision. <laughs> After looking back on it, with everything going on in the world, the pandemic, maybe it wasn't the best quality decision. I chalk it up as that. I'll take my L and keep moving. Fair enough. Uh, so, Brooksy, yeah, that's it. Very, very good work. Very um, good. I'm, I'm imagining the professor listening to this going, maybe my days are numbered because uh, Brooksy's yeah. damn good. He put a little bit of lemon pepper on that he one. Did, didn't didn't he? He? He, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Lemon pepper bay. Burn. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, got old bland James. Yeah. And you know what? Good fun facts again. Always good with the fun I do like facts. the fun facts. Not one from the professor ever in no. 34 episodes. Well, he doesn't have fun, so he couldn't have possibly have fun facts if you're not having fun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Angry thoughts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the professor. <laughs> Enough behind the scenes. <laughs> Nick, do you want to bring us home? Yes. I'd love to. I'd love to. Now, everyone's talking about, uh, you know, winning championships and, uh, you know, oh, coming God. off the bench and doing all that kind of stuff. But I have a feeling I know where this is going. This, this is, uh, in fact, I'm actually going to change up my background here, if you may, because um, I feel oh. like um, hopefully this will work. <laughs> what, um, what is going on in your video? So for those listening, Nick now is, um, it appears dangerously close to a bonfire, bonfire. <laughs> in his background on Zoom. Rule number one of well, Girl Scouts is don't turn your back to the fire. <laughs> well, yeah. this is a this is a story that kind of it's it's, a, it's more of a tale than uh, oh, really? than anything. Yeah. Oh, God. So it, it deserves for one week. Everyone upset. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it's like you got the guy who made Lord of the Rings to come in and do your set. <laughs> That's Peter well, Jackson. Peter Jackson. Like Peter Jackson, though, the story is three movies long. So I'll set, <laughs> set, set the scene. <laughs> We've got three podcasts to get through. So um, the person I'm going to chat to you about is uh, is a guy called um, Stephen Donald, a.k.a. The Beaver. His nickname was The Beaver. Um, Ooh, the, the, Steve Menzies. Not a lot of people. Well, 
Maybe yeah, it's with Stevens and Beavers. beavers. Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to know a fun well, fact this... about beavers? Yes. Yeah, sure. When they sleep, they hold hands. I'd l- I'd mm. love to picture Stephen Donald and Stephen Beaver Menzies holding, holding hands, yeah. just like sharing a bed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Brooksy has fun Good night, facts. Beaver. I have Beaver. seriously fun mm. facts. I mean, this sorry. isn't the re- this isn't the reason <laughs> why I got the campfire ready, but <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, it wasn't this, a set of romantic yeah. mood. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to bring out my ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> On we, we go, go next. Cue the game. <laughs> Um, so Stephen Stephen Donald. So despite like basically uh, for those of you who don't know, Stephen Donald played uh, for the All Blacks uh, between 2008 and 2011. But despite his international career, he was sort of um, he was uh, he had ups and downs basically. So he was. Uh, for a while there, he was the most hated uh, All Black uh, in the in probably the history of All Blacks for a, a very very short time in New um, Zealand because so they're all pretty New- hated outside of New Zealand, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a different that's a yeah. different uh, that's a different poll, I think. <laughs> um, that, that that comes under. But in 2010 October 2010, the All Blacks faced off against the uh, the Wallabies uh, in a Blazer Cat match, uh, match that was in Hong Kong. And now in the 60th minute of the, the game... The natural home um, of it. Donald, <laughs> the natural... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hallowed turf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is, yeah, it's not the uh, favoured um, habitat of the beaver, um, <laughs> uh, Hong Kong. So... As we can see, as we can see. Uh, so Dan Carter, he came off on the 60th minute. Uh, Stephen Donald came on. He um, he uh, uh, he ends up um, uh, missing a penalty, which would have put the the All Blacks eight points ahead. So they would have put them out of out of uh, out of touch. Um, he then uh, all he has to do at the end of the game is do this one thing simply right. So I think I've got some footage here of Stephen Donald in that Hong Kong Glasgow match. We're standing. The attacker now, they go long. That's not out. This is not over. Wallabies have got three back behind the ball. Beal's going to have a crack. Beal got on the outside, Kirtley Beal. Pulled out from tackles. Can they hang in there? Oh, Oh, yes. (laughs) After the 80th minute, it's finished. Nick, I, I often criticise you for talking about All Blacks, but that vision is mm. fantastic. All right, thanks. That's your story done. The Wallabies coming over the top. So for the people who uh, weren't watching there and probably couldn't, if they couldn't make out the um, the commentary, uh, so he goes for touch, doesn't get it. Kurtley Beal runs back up the field. A few phases later, Australia. Uh, There's about 30 seconds to go, and then a few. Yeah, yeah. about seven minutes. That was about well, about three minutes later. The most hated mm. man in Australian rugby, James O'Connor, crosses over for a <laughs> yeah. So the most hated man in New Zealand rugby doesn't kick it out, and the most hated man in Australian rugby scores. That is excellent. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, great then, story. Uh, great story. O'Connor managed to convert the try, so they ended up winning, and it was one of the darkest days in All Blacks history. We lost a game, and so, um, yeah, it was just not. Oh, you're not including not, World Cups, mate? <laughs> No, no, we don't tend to talk about them. That's why we never really uh, learned from our mistakes. It was the horrendous um, but... one-game losing streak of <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. guys on the ropes. <laughs> yeah, right. There was a was there a full investigation into that? Yeah, look, when it, Royal Commission. Well. Oh, well, wow. it's funny you say that because although he's defended by the uh, personnel, um, he'd fallen out of favour with the, the the public and the team and all that kind of stuff. And this was so much so, um, so the All Blacks selected Colin Slade and Aaron Cruden throughout that before the Rugby World Cup. But this is how much he was hated. Um, so at one sevens uh, rugby, um, rugby sevens tournament, he was hated so much that me and my mates decided to, that we would start up a Stephen Donald fan club, ironically. And I think oh, I've got some God. pictures here. And we, uh, I think, yeah, there's oh me and my, my mates. God. There's me in the middle there. Look at me. This was some time ago. This is obviously 10 years ago. Um, we are at the party. Are those Everyone's two dressed people up, dressed up as time. loofers? That's it. That's it. That's what they were dressed as. And if you can, if you look in the picture, there's like Stephen Donald and there's like a famous photo of him just like um, with his head down, hands on hips, like a fallen person. We got these singlets made. And, yeah, oh, ironically. Oh, that. Um, and so we we went out there. And it, was, it was all fun. And actually when we went out to that Sevens um, uh, tournament in Wellington, everyone was going, they, they couldn't even take it like, as a joke. They were going, 
that is the that's that's not even on. He's a shit player and all this kind of stuff. He's a rubbish player. <laughs> but after uh, they what got, what are you uh, doing? But Nick wasn't it right if after they got bagging Stephen Donald, they were like, "See you at Mermaids later." <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Is that where the Work second freestyle in our bedroom? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they were dressed as loopers. Bobbing in the main tank. <laughs> <laughs> the poor lady that had to that dress was... up as the razor was hard. The... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure yeah. what that means. Oh, it's like shaving legs, you know, like shaving. Good so, um, so roll roll on 2011. Okay, so we've got Dan Carter. Um, it's a hey. home World Cup. We we basically we've basically uh, this is the one that we're going to win. We got knocked out in the quarterfinals in uh, Cardiff 2007. I was actually at that game, uh, and it was the, one of the darkest days uh, of of my life. Uh, Cardiff 2007, but 2011, there's hope in the air. But Dan Carter, he um, pops a groin. Doesn't pull one. He pops one. Oh, because um, that's what a that's what a jockey jockey model does. He doesn't pull. He pops. And um, he it was a, it was a, it was against Canada. He uh, wow. and, and the, 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 the that's whole where you nation, need Dan Carter. Why would you play oh, totally. against Canada? It was in a it was in a trainings run. It was a captain's uh, training run. He popped it uh, doing a, a kick or a conversion, uh, whatever you call them. And uh, he um, <laughs> says the mad rugby guy. And so basically, um, he got injured. And we got um, Aaron Cruden. Now Aaron Cruden, uh, he was actually watching the the pool games with beer a beer in hand. There's actually I don't actually I couldn't find it, but there is actually a picture of it somewhere on the internet of him holding a beer watching uh, one of the All Blacks pool games. And then in the quarterfinals, you can see him playing, and it was like everyone thought that was going to be the success story, but no. Aaron Cronin gets um, injured. Uh, Colin Slay gets injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was drunk. Um, Aaron Cronin actually gets um, injured in the final. So now Stephen Donald, uh, you've got to remember <laughs> no. this. Everyone hates. Everyone hates Stephen Donald. It's at the final of the Rugby World Cup. James O'Connor, I hate him. I was at this yeah. game. Oh, really? It's the most insane thing I've ever seen. Uh, the whole of the country. Uh, when Aaron Cruden went down injured, we were five nil up in the in the final of the World Cup. Um, we haven't had won it for 20, 28 years or whatever it was. The, the twenty eight years of hurt we called it, and um, we against the frogs. Uh, Against France, everybody in the whole stadium and, and around New Zealand was like going, please no, Aaron, get up. Just we'd rather you play on uh, injured than have Stephen Donald on. And then they said, no, Stephen Donald, you're up, you're on. And this is this is it. Now, I think I've got some footage here of, of that moment when uh, he gets asked to go onto onto. He runs out 21. Aaron Green being carried off. How good's Perry Weeper? Penalty. I have to say, how good's the all-white French strip? I reckon it's yeah, sick. so good. Stephen Donald striding forward. forward. Oh. A kick kit with, you know, probably I think 25, maybe 30 go that just had to go over. So, yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't too much going for the head, to be fair. Here's his kick. <laughs> he only just makes it. Oh. See, I was thinking Straight he was down going to go into touch where he missed before. There's Cruden and he's snuggy <laughs> he snuggy on the sideline. People yeah. thought they couldn't win it without Daniel. Well, they've proven everyone wrong. Wow. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I, that brings a tear to my eye uh, every time I watch that. It's very emotional just even watching that back. Yeah. But he became the most That'll get from cut the most. Out of the podcast, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you, do you know what the funny story was? Do you know how, where he got, uh, so he thought that his career was over. The country hated him. He had actually signed a two-year deal uh, and for Bath uh, Rugby in England. And so when all this was happening. <laughs> installing baths. Um, <laughs> installing baths. His rugby career was over. No, yeah. <laughs> but he, he was... He was he was in the white he was on the Waikato River. He was white baiting. He was white baiting, uh, doing some fishing, doing some white baiting on the river. Um, That's Ted, the most uh, Kiwi thing ever. Having said that, though, you slightly shallow fry a couple of white bait. Oh, really? Oh, isn't with it? A, with a garlic and a fritter. It's to die for. Great in a fritter. Amazing. Um, so. 
Might have he's on the river. Supper. He's on the Waikato River. He's getting a call. He's had he's had seven or eight missed calls from Graham Henry or Ted as they called him, and he's just ignoring it because he's like, oh, just they're just like ringing me up to you know rub it in or whatever. Mm. Mills so, Muliaina can, can you come install a bath at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Mills Muliaina uh, mm. says, mate, you've got to call the got to call Graham Henry. He's trying to get a hold of you. I think you want to take that call. Gets that call. Uh, so it goes up uh, and says, yeah, we need you as backup for Aaron Cruder for the final. Steps up, goes from the most hated person in All Black history to uh, an All Black hero. So much so that in honour of the contribution to the winning World Cup, the local rugby club in Waiuku, which is his hometown, uh, renamed the, the home ground to Beaver Park. And there's a biopic on um, on Stephen Donald's journey to the World Cup entitled The Kick. And I it heard, screened in t- TVNZ in, on 2014. The Waiuku White I heard there's also a tank at uh, Mermaids called the Beaver Tank. Uh, <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like a little peep it's hole. Just loads, of, loads, of, <laughs> loads of girls putting logs up against the glass. <laughs> To keep him out. Uh, well done, Nick. <laughs> well done. There we go. Um, I think that's us done, boys. Everyone, uh, everyone, well done. Yeah. Well done, Nick. Well done, Tommy. Mm. Uh, Brooksy. Well done, Brooksy. Absolutely. I mean, best on ground, I reckon. Stella effort mm. uh, coming in. Uh, that's going to be the Professor and Barney podcast for another week. Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you did like it, subscribe. Tell a friend about it. Help us grow the, the podcast. Tell an enemy about it. Uh, tell, tell, like, Brooksy's mum. Tell all your friends. Um, mm. And, uh, yeah, leave us five. <laughs> get on. Leave a five. Star review uh, and uh, Tommy, you still offering a jar of pickles for the best best review, review best review, best sort of topic uh, updates, and give us give us ideas. You can have a selection of of what you want pickled, and I'll uh, there's no sky's the limit. I'll pickle whatever you want. All right, well, can I we'll... just say very quickly, Barney, yep. before you sign off, what a smooth sailing ship that you ran today. Well done, yeah, Barney. Fantastic. It's almost like we don't need the professor. I felt like standing exactly. on my table saying, "Captain, my captain." So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.